Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Douglas Parker. Check out our Cruise Radio news at cruiseradio.net. Okay, Douglas. Yes. On this episode, we'll be talking to travel maverick Mark Murphy. He'll give us some tips on saving money on airfare this fall and about the new uncruise concept. Also, Galen Sprague will be here. Mark Murphy's a great radio name. It is. You're <laughs> listening to the Mark Murphy Show on the Westwood One Radio Network. Sweeno.com, yeah. Uh, <laughs> got derailed. <laughs> but back to our next guest. He actually created this pretty cool concept, Zweno.com, Z-W-E-E-N-O. It basically connects cruise passengers, tour operators, but it goes beyond that. It connects cruisers. It connects um, folks who want to hook up for transfers and stuff. So he'll be on the show later on today as well. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Carnival Dream is in a two-week dry dock in Freeport, Bahamas. Stuart, what kind of enhancements are we going to see? Well, this is the third ship to get her um, uh, Carnival uh, 2.0 or 3.0, whatever you want to call it, um, where they're adding all these new uh, exciting additions to the ship. But uh, unlike Carnival Liberty and Carnival Breeze, uh, she will not have the Guy Fieri burger joint, which is sad. (laughs) But um, they do have the Red Frog Rum Bar uh, Blue Iguana Tequila Bar Punchliner Comedy Club presented by George Lopez and DJ Music by DJ Irie. Yay! Nice. But, um, you know, they, there's a lot of stuff. You know, they, they're not going to have the EA Sports. They're not going to have Guy's uh, Burger Joint and, uh, you know, the Hasbro stuff. But uh, it'll it'll be interesting. And, nope, there won't be a ropes course like uh, Carnival Breeze uh, and Carnival Magic have. But um, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a nice, some nice additions. Oh, maybe next time. So Cunard's Queen Victoria is being taken out of service in October to fix some propulsion problems. What happened there? Well, uh, essentially last week she uh, lost about 10% of her power, which means she was uh, going a little slower than than normal. So uh, there was no danger to the ship or the crew uh, and the passengers uh, off the coast of Portugal. So what they're going to do is they are going to go ahead with an Adriatic cruise in October, uh, I'm sorry, they're going to go ahead with it. their Adriatic cruise, but in October uh, there was a sailing that was canceled to accommodate a uh, dry dock so the ship can get into uh, Germany there in Hamburg for repairs. We read last week on USA Today where a Royal Caribbean ship hit an overhead cable in Europe. Did we did we read that no, right? No, you, you did, and uh, it's, it's interesting. It was uh, actually a jewel of the seas, and uh, she was uh, in the Faroe Islands, uh, and she, uh, you know she was supposed she was doing a 16 night sailing between Harwich, uh, England, and uh, Boston, and uh, she was supposed to be going. The the, the cable was supposed to be uh, higher, but evidently it wasn't. So when the ship uh, went to do its limbo, uh, unfortunately, it uh, the mast of the ship actually grabbed the the line, and uh, the mast itself was damaged. Uh, the ship itself was fine, but uh, unfortunately, a crew member was. Um, Injured by the falling uh, debris from the from the mast. Mm. So, uh, but uh, it's you know hopefully uh, you know he, he's going to be okay and uh, he's he was uh, he was last listed in, in a hospital. But uh, the cable extended between uh, Faroe's um, Bordeaux and uh, Estoy uh, Islands, 
um, and it's supposed to be pretty high in the air. And they did, they did, you know, we're told that it would be high enough for the ship, but didn't work out. Well, their thoughts are definitely with that crew member. So as Amara Club Cruises announced last week, refurbs for both their ships. Um, what are they going to do and how old are these ships? Well, the, the ships are essentially, you know, 12 years old at this point. Uh, originally, they were uh, part of the Renaissance fleet. So uh, the, they are going to have their two ships uh, renovated. Uh, Journey will go first um, and then... Uh, 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 Azamar Conquest, and you know they'll have all kinds of new features. They're going to add, um, you know, the the traditional refurbishments of uh, new carpets, upholstery, um, you know, new color palettes in the public areas. Uh, this is very exciting, Doug, especially for you. They're going to they're going to have new mattresses, yay, <laughs> and uh, upgraded uh, uh, brand of furniture for the suites and uh, their balcony staterooms. Uh, they're going to resurface the pool, new. New pool chairs, uh, pool towels, which is always very exciting, uh, considering uh, how many Doug has uh, collected over the years. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, casino is going to be enlarged. Uh, they're going to have some new furniture in there, uh, the spa, and some uh, improvements to the uh, restaurants, including uh, Aquilina, where they're going to be adding a caviar and champagne bar. So some exciting stuff. Royal Caribbean and Mattel partners together to bring a Barbie experience to cruise ships. Tell us more. <laughs> well, we, uh, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we got wind of it, and uh, our good friend um, Jim Walker, uh, Cruise Law, thought uh, they were going to create a voodoo doll for him. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Bar- they went with Barbie instead. And uh, with the, they're going to have this like a Barbie Dreamhouse experience. Uh, you know, beginning on some of their sh- in January of 2013, and it should be within their entire fleet by uh, March of next year. Um, and it's it's not going to be cheap. I mean, the, they're going to have a, a room, you know, cabin decorations, um, uh, you know, pink, of course. Mm. Uh, they'll have tiaras and teacup parties, mermaid dance classes, a fashion designer workshop, fashion shows, and uh, all kinds of uh, Barbie-inspired uh, stuff. And uh, $349 per person. So uh, I, I just can't imagine what the, the outlay will be. This must be one heck of a licensing fee. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how many people go for it, Doug. Sweet Jesus. Okay. So, Stuart, we saw where Disney Cruise Line released their 2013 sailings at a Galveston, Texas. Now, with Galveston being such a drive market, do they have a problem filling those ships up? Well, keep in mind that 80% of the passengers that sail on the Galveston ships are people that live in Texas, mm-hmm. which is a huge number. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens when Disney arrives, if that number, for at least Disney, may change as it, it may attract uh, a large uh, number of people from bordering states, uh, including California and uh, other, other states in the, the Midwest and West Coast. But um, it's, uh, it, it remains to be seen. I mean, they've, they've had some uh, awareness issues. A lot of people aren't aware of the ships there. Uh, the, the pricing is much lower than they anticipated. But uh, you know, with a two with a two year commitment, uh, they they believe they're going to be able to uh, attract a good amount of people. And what's interesting is they're going to be doing, um, especially in 2013, they'll be uh, doing four, six, and eight night Caribbean, as well as Florida Bahamas sailings. And on the Florida Bahamas sailings, Doug, they're actually going to be adding uh, stop uh, at the Castaway Key, mm-hmm. their private island, as well as Port Canaveral. So people from Texas will, for the first time on a cruise, be able to uh, experience uh, Walt Disney World. And uh, they're going to include the, the tickets with the cruise fares uh, and, and transfers uh, on those sailings. And then in the, two th- the latter part of 2013, 
they're going to do a, a Wonder Magic switch where Disney Wonder is actually going to be uh, going, um, will be based in Galveston when she returns from Alaska. And uh, Disney Magic will be sailing from the Magic City, which is Miami. Well, that's cool about Disney, but I guess the question is, how far is Disney from the port? Because isn't it like an hour each way? It's about 45 minutes to an hour to, to Disney World. And you know, with, with, the, with the bus, it's, it really goes by very quickly. I mean, in, in some places, I mean, that could be going from the, the ship to the airport. So, uh, I mean, as you know, in Galveston alone, it's an hour and a half uh, to go from the airport to the ship. So, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to get to Disney World is nothing. You mentioned Barbados. I understand they're getting a new cruise pier. Well, it's very exciting. I mean, they're, what they're planning, what they, what they released this past week during a joint presentation with uh, Royal Caribbean, uh, they're going to be uh, reclaiming about 15 acres of land uh, off Trevor's Way in Bridgetown, Barbados. Uh, and they're going to—they're planning to build right now uh, the first phase, uh, which is a $300 million uh, two-ship pier, which it sounds somewhat reminiscent of what Royal Caribbean did in Falmouth, Jamaica. And uh, you know, this is a way. Look, the, the different ports in the Caribbean have got to do something to make themselves relevant for the future. And it's nice to see a cruise line getting behind it, unlike other ports that are desiring to get in the business, like Savannah, where they have no cruise line interest or support. But, uh, you know, Barbados is always a fan favorite, uh, especially on those uh, seven-day cruises out of San Juan. But, uh, you know, it could pick up on uh, seven-day cruises even out of uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. All right, cool. As always, thank you, Stuart. Absolutely. On this September 11th, 2012, Cruise Radio remembers those lives lost the heroes on that day, and the men and women of the United States military who protect us every day. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. 
You've seen him on the Today Show, CBS, Fox, CNN, and now Cruise Radio. Exactly. Uh, yeah, happy to have with us travel industry maverick, <laughs> Mark Thank Murphy. You. Hey, Mark. What's happening, Matt? Where are you right now, by the way? I am in Central Park, literally standing on a rock near the boathouse area of Central Park. Lovely. It's a beautiful day. There's a light breeze. It's about 75 degrees, and boy, it doesn't get better than this in the summer in Manhattan. I love it. I love it. So, Mark, let's get right to it. A lot of talk about this uncruise concept, especially in Alaska. Uh, first off, what is the uncruise concept and what cruise lines offer it? Well, you know what? Uncruise is a trademark name that a company uh, came out with, and it's basically to talk about small ship cruising. That's, that's kind of their niche. Intersea Discoveries is one of the uh, brands that's part of that niche. And so what companies are trying to do is position cruising as something that's not what you see on the big boats, because that's what gets a lot of the press, the big mega ships and the rock walls and water slides and all of that. And they want to talk about the opposite of that, the on-cruise, which is you're still traveling on a cruise ship, but you're getting into places you don't normally get into with the big ships. So besides not having thousands of people on board, what makes the uncruise concept so unique? Well, I think it's about experiences. I, I, when people travel, especially when I travel, I want to have experiences. It's not about um, eating in a big dining room. It's not about drinking a bunch of cocktails. It's about getting out into the destination. What I like about the small ships, the uncruise concept, is the fact that you're really touring a lot of places and you're doing it on a ship. Another version of an on-cruise is really a river cruise, and they've been very popular in Europe, but I've traveled to the rivers of Europe on river cruises. I've traveled Southeast Asia, and I've traveled Russia. And so it's a very unique way to get immersed in a destination. I think that's really the big benefit for folks that try that kind of experience, even if they're not your traditional cruiser. What type of cruiser should consider taking one of these trips? I think anybody who is interested in culture and immersion and likes convenience, uh, this is a great experience. Also, somebody who wants to get, like, let's take Alaska. You can certainly see Alaska by, by land, but by the waterways of Alaska and getting into these small inlets and getting up close to these glaciers, you're going to get a, an experience you can't get via land. And you're going to be able to traverse uh, the geography in a way that's going to get you into different spots. So one, one day you might be in a skiff and going out and hiking into a rainforest, and the next day you might be up close to a glacier watching it calve. That's a destination that you have to see at least in part on a cruise ship, and I like the smaller ships in Alaska because they get me much closer to nature and why I'm there. Well, these cruises certainly aren't for everybody. What are some of the reasons folks wouldn't want to take an uncruise? Well, I think anybody who um, you know is more of like an independent traveler that wants to get out and try something different every day, um, there is some structure to these places. So you are paying for your food and some other things uh, that will be served on board. So if you're the kind of person that wants to eat in a pub for lunch, wants to go somewhere else for dinner, and wants to kind of dine around and go at your own pace, you can't do that because there's an itinerary you're, you're uh, beholden to on these products. So if you're the kind of person that says, screw it, I'm going to spend an extra two days in Regensburg, well, guess what? The ship's leaving at 7 o'clock. You can't do that. Right. Um, if you've already paid for your meal, do you really want to spend another 200 euros or 50 euros or 100 euros eating on shore? You probably are going to make it back to the ship and do that. The food on these ships is great, but if that's your style, then it's probably you know not for you. When's the best time to go for the best deal? I think if you 
look anytime from September on, September, October, November, and even some of the Christmas uh, sailings, depending on obviously the destination, take Europe. There are Christmas markets all over Europe. And if you don't mind the sun going down early, just like it does here in New York at that same time, and the weather getting cold, if you want to experience um, Europe in a way that most people never do, because most of us go in the summertime when the crowds are there and all the tourists, right. go in the off-season, it's 50 60 70% cheaper for wow. everything. Wow. And I think you don't have the crowd, and you get a much more authentic cultural feel. And what I love about some of the river cruise guides is they do these theme cruises, like wine cruises and other things to attract a different um, type of cruiser during those off-peak periods, and you get a lot more value even in those uh, theme cruises. Well, the big cost seems to be in actually getting there, but you have some tips for that. What are some money-saving tips for airfare this fall? Well, number one, book it over the next, like, seven to ten days, because I think if you book on a Tuesday or Wednesday with air, you're going to find better deals at that time, because that's when a lot of the fare sales are out. And right now, there are book now promotions going with all the major carriers, especially going to Europe, um, where if you book now and travel between now and, let's say, the Christmas holiday with Thanksgiving being a blackout, you get tremendous deals that are, in some cases, 60 to 70% cheaper than what the airfares are to travel right now to Europe. Um, another tip, when you go to book air, most people don't realize 60% of all air tickets booked internationally out of the U.S. are booked by traditional travel agents, and it's because they have an expertise that most people have forgotten about. So I would certainly make sure you um, pay attention to your traditional local travel agent and talk to them about your next air trip because they'll probably end up saving you a ton of time, and nine times out of ten, they'll save you money as well. Do all online flight search engines pretty much get the same price results? When it comes to air, there are so many different combinations. So if you're in a secondary market, you're going to have to connect somewhere to get where you're going. If you're going to Europe, if you're going to a secondary market, you're going to connect somewhere. There's a myriad of combinations and different price points, and there's different uh, classes of fare. I'll give you a great example. I booked a fare, I want to say it was like 1600 in coach going to Europe. If I increased my fare to $1,900, I got an automatic confirmed at that moment first-class upgrade both ways round trip with a flatbed seat. The travel agent knew that if we went to that higher class of fare for 300 bucks, that then I could automatically, based on my status, be upgraded to a first-class ticket. So it's those kinds of ins and outs that they provide versus you spend $7,000 for that same ticket if you just bought it straight out. So those are the kinds of things that they give you, and there's so many combinations, you're going to get dizzy going to the online sites trying to price airfare unless it's a simple point-to-point ticket. Um, I very much encourage you to talk to a traditional agent, and that's why 60% of those tickets are still booked by them. Right on. You can read more at markmurphytravels.com. He is travel industry maverick, Mark Murphy. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Thank you so much for uh, taking time uh, during your stroll through Central Park. (laughs) This is Cruise Radio. Our next guest went on his first cruise and thought, there's a way to make this a little easier. Galen Sprague is here with us. Hello, Galen. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is a cool site. I think this is neat, the way you're uh, connecting people. Uh, first of all, tell us why, because I understand it came out of some frustration uh, uh, when you created Zuino.com. Well, last September, my wife and I booked our honeymoon cruise in the Mediterranean, and uh, we ended up joining a private email roll call to do all of our tours and transfers, because the cruise line pricing was just... By the time we added it all up, it was uh, almost twice, it was almost double what we spent for the cruise alone. Wow. 
So uh, we joined this private email roll call, and people would book tours and transfers through the local port of call companies. And it was just a lot of emailing going on um, between about 200 people. And there was one person managing the schedule, and she would be emailing everybody back and forth, um, you know, every other day or so. So my wife and I were, we just couldn't believe that there wasn't something on the web that already did this, rather as opposed to the email back and forth. Um, So as soon as we set foot off of our cruise, I searched the internet for for weeks looking for something, and uh, I couldn't find anything, so I started building the site. Are you a programmer by trade? Yeah, so I programmed the entire site. I basically a mock-up, and then I ended up outsourcing it because it just became too much work. Yeah. How exactly does the cruise passenger utilize this site? Cruisers can simply search for their cruise ship, any port of call they're visiting, or type a shore excursion that they're looking for. And if they find anything of interest, they can sign up for free and join the event. Um, they can also post events they have already booked through a short company, and they can put up any private event. For instance, if they want to post a pre- or post-cruise dinner, get-together, or even a sea day event. So if they wanted to make up a you know, stupid hat party at the Sunset Bar, hmm. um, everybody can join prior to the cruise and, and meet on there. Checking out the site, I see it offers more than just do-it-yourself shore excursions. It also connects people, yeah? That's correct. Anyone who joins an event can comment with fellow cruisers within that event. They also have the ability to email the entire group, and this goes for cruisers as well as shore operators and or the company's coordinator. A lot of tour operators listen to the show. Are they allowed to post on Zuino? Any shore operators or companies are allowed to post on Zuino. However, they're limited to the standard cruise options right now. In a couple of months, we're going to create business accounts that will allow bulk submissions, and we'll be adding more scheduling features for them. But that said, short companies will want to check their contracts with any cruise lines that are currently affiliated before posting on our site. Cool. Um, so besides checking your site out at Zweno.com, which is Z-W-E-E-N-O, um, where else can listeners find you? We also have a blog that we released, which actually describes the whole start of the company, and that's blog.zuino.com. Anyone can follow us on Twitter at Zuino. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Zuino, and our email is info at Zuino.com. Galen, it's really a great idea. Zuino.com, once again, Z-W-E-E-N-O.com. Galen Sprague, the creator of Zuino.com. We wish you the best, and uh, thanks for talking to us. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app. Yeah, we're like official and stuff. Take Cruise Radio with you wherever you go. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And, of course, if you don't have the app, you can still subscribe to our cruise news updates. Just go to cruiseradio.net and put your email in the box in the upper right-hand corner. Also, we just uploaded some more YouTube videos. You can find our YouTube channel at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.